Hey, hey, Donna Price here, the host of Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. I am thrilled that you have joined the show so that you can hear from Visionary Womenpreneurs, their journey to success, the challenges, the hurdles, the successes, and the celebrations to making a difference in the world. We believe that Visionary Womenpreneurs impact not only their families, their customers, their clients, but also their communities, and that ripples out into the world. When you're a successful entrepreneur, you make a difference. This show is all about how to do that, how to become a visionary womenpreneur and make it big in the world. I'm excited to bring to you guests and episodes focused on business building strategies for your success. So let's get started. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. Today, I'm thrilled to have a special guest, Gianna Maselli. Gianna is transforming the stigma attached to menopausal women with her age-reversing transformation solutions. Over 40 women are struggling with menopausal symptoms and can't seem to get ahead of the physical challenges that accompany this monumental life change. What if there were simple solutions that could be easily implemented with outstanding results? Gianna has been in the beauty business for over 20 years, working with some of the most beautiful women in the world. She is the founder of the Sexy and Fabulous Academy. Today, we are talking with Gianna about her vision to help women to lose weight and go through menopause all naturally without medications. Gianna, thank you for being on Visionary Women Printers Radio. I am so thrilled to have you here. And I know that today we're going to be talking about your vision to help women lose weight and go through menopause naturally without medications. So welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited you you use the word naturally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to hear about it because um, I've gone through menopause, but I'm excited to hear what you have to say today. And I know that other women listening are going to be equally as excited. Thank you so much. Before we dive into that, I just wanted to hear about um, a little bit about you and your background and how you got here. Oh, well, it happened to me. Okay. I was a very well-known hair extension stylist in New York City, which, you know, might sound like a silly job to people outside of New York City, but this is the media capital of the world, and I guarantee you every woman on television has augmented hair. It's like a push-up bra for hair. So it's a very good business, and you had me running around the tri-state area, and I had ladies with me for many, many years. So as we all were getting older and going through these things, and, you know, ladies talk in the beauty chair, I call it the magic chair, um, these topics came up. And then just when I turned 40, I was doing some ladies from Fox Business, and I I was watching their business model because I wanted to be more and make more money and just do more things. And so they write books, and they go on television, and they coach, and they do speaking things. And I thought I could do that too, but what would I do? So one lady said, well, you look really good for turning 40. Why don't you write a book on you know, how to look good over 40? Because there's things that go on in New York City that, like I'm from Chicago, I wouldn't have known 
all these beauty things that ladies in New York know. I didn't even know that women get blowouts until I moved here. And um, so that was the beginning of it. So I started to write a book when I had no idea what I was doing. And during this time of writing the book, I started to put on weight. And so, of course, I was like, there's no way I can put out a beauty book. I don't feel beautiful. I don't feel confident. I don't know what happened to me. So it kind of had to get postponed for many years. And, you know, I did what typically women do when they put on weight. Like, oh, I got to join a gym. You know, like I know people don't want to, but, you know, if you really want to do something, you seek out professional help. So I went to a gym. I hired a trainer. I started eating typical bodybuilding foods and weight loss foods, oatmeal, egg whites, chicken, tuna, turkey, tracking macros, you know, not enjoying any meal ever. And nothing <laughs> would get this weight off. And so it just seemed really weird because, you know, when you have a male trainer and usually they're younger than you, you know, they're in their twenties or something and they think you're not doing what you tell them. And so they kind of act like jerks to you. <laughs> so that's what happened with this guy. And I went, then I went to boxing and I was working out very hard. Nothing worked. And so by this time now I was like 43 and I was like, well, maybe I'm in perimenopause because, you know, nothing is working. And I had no understanding of how hormones worked, but I knew that, you know, I think every girl kind of knows that women gain weight in menopause. But to say that to myself was to acknowledge getting older in a way that, you know, we don't acknowledge before. Like you can just get older every year, but now when you've got some body parts and body things shifting, it's a little bit different paradigm. So I went to an endocrinologist and he said, your progesterone's just a little bit low, but hey, take these $500 a month of hormone replacement therapy. And I said, what will they do for me? And he had no answer. And I think no one had ever asked him that question because he seemed very unprepared. And my gut was telling me to just say no. So, yeah. I did. but it did open the door to more exploration and learning. And there's a lot of people today, you know, there's a movement for fat acceptance. And I wasn't grossly fat. You know, I was 40 pounds overweight. And, you know, that's plenty. And uh, it just was nothing I could accept. I, I just couldn't work out. I didn't like that I felt a huge belly when I bent over to tie my shoes. Um, I just felt uncomfortable, but more so I was tired and I just felt sick, like run down, you know, right, right when you're on the verge of getting a cold and things like that. So now I was fat, sick, and tired. And I didn't like it. And I am the only person in the world who can take care of me financially. I'm a single gal. I don't have rich parents or an inheritance coming. And I had to figure out work. And I had a job and a business I really loved. So it's not like I'm one of those people that would want to go on disability. So it just became imperative that I had to figure it out. So I was just on the internet every single day, searching and searching and trying different things. And I ended up seeing three doctors and they give you meds and they put you on low calorie diets. And even the National Menopause Society has a protocol of, you know, they have these paragraphs in their newsletters that are really like blah, 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 don't say anything. And then the last paragraph says, um, just watch what you eat and exercise more. And I came to figure out that that's really the opposite of the truth. I don't even think they know the truth because they're just really trained to find a med to cure a symptom when you really need to eat more. So by the time women are at this age, most of us have been on starvation diets. You could work out too much that you're keeping your cortisol high because now you're in a more delicate cortisol-releasing 
physiology when your progesterone and estrogen starts to lower. So you have to be in certain parameters with your diet and working out. Otherwise, it could really backfire on you. So I just kept searching and finally did figure it out. I met a naturopath who put me on the path. And once she told me about the word alkaline, and I'd never heard that, and I find a lot of people haven't heard that word, I did what she told me in the first week I lost seven pounds, which you know I know is a lot of water weight, but who doesn't like to see that number go down on the scale? And I had cured chronic acne I had for nine years. Now, wow. a doctor had given me, right, in two weeks. For nine years, I was feeling ugly if I wasn't on the, this med. And when I would try to get off of the acne would come right back. But no one is ever addressing, why do you have this acne, especially at 41 years old? It started at 34. And so that was just amazing to me. And I just really became a believer in food as medicine and just started going to um, lifestyle doctor conferences and health conferences and just very niche conferences that weren't just about working out. And um, it was really mind-blowing when I finally discovered that the protocol for menopause is really a fraud. And to say that takes a lot of courage because people or they put their doctors on pedestals, but I'm about to record my own podcast. The topic today is about the menopause fraud. And it's really mind-blowing that a drug was invented. Well, it was invented in 1938 called DES, and it was to prevent miscarriages. And I've tried to look up how much miscarriages happened in 1938. You know, we had just different plumbing and, you know, things like that and different medical standards, but I can't really find that information. And somehow the pharmaceutical company came to market this drug as a menopause aid with estrogen. And for many years until the, like 1961, they didn't really understand that it not only caused the woman taking it to get cancer of her reproductive parts, but her offspring and her offspring's offspring. And they still gave this drug very freely until 1971. That's 30 years, you know? And yep. when I look at who these people are, these are still the same people making these drugs today. You know, it's still the AMA. The FDA did not stop recommending that drug and not just stop recommending it, but demand it not be prescribed anymore until 1991. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was just reading it today until 2001. So for, I ask ladies that, do you want to look at the people who would do this that allowed this cancer causing drug to still be prescribed when they knew it caused cancer? And so there's a, uh, some information I found today was this really long timeline that there's still lots of multiple um, lawsuits going on about it. And so for me, I'm not going to put credibility into the people that make those decisions. And then when I talk about it being a fraud, when they came to create menopause protocols, like, and this, they changed the estrogen replacement therapy. They put progesterone in, they called, they changed the name to hormone replacement therapy. And I'm not going to get into like the specifics of when the bios came, but um, the research shows that the bios caused the same problem because they're bios, they are identical, but um, they paid a doctor $1.3 million in like 1971. So it's like $12 million today 
to write a book called Feminine Forever, and they hired copywriters and Madison Avenue um, ad agencies, and they put, you know, what we now know as advertorials and stories in Red Book and um, Reader's Digest, you know, the kind of magazines women read back then. And basically, it is a propaganda brainwashing campaign that you need this. You know, you can't go through menopause without it. And... I'm, I'm just, I'm a, you know, I'm a right fighter. Like I just was like, wow, I, I got to let people know this information. <laughs> and yeah. I am. So, so tell us about like your strategy that's more natural and, and how you've been able to um, change your own life and then work with other women to lose weight and, um, do it successfully naturally for all my life even as a 10 year old I remember the first time I got a headache and I told my mom and she told me to take you know those little orange candy flavored bear aspirins and even at that age I thought well why would I take an aspirin to cover it up why don't I figure out why I have a headache even though you know but that was my analytical mind as a child so when I would have these symptoms and as I came to learn about the menopause symptoms, I'm like, well, why does this happen? Why does this happen? Why does this happen? Which is a little bit of a more masculine energy to like be the scientist. You know, it might sound a little uh, um, misogynist, but you know, the ladies are all too often just, okay, I'll take this drug or okay, I'll get a hysterectomy. And that's another one of the the soapboxes I'm on. There's too many ladies getting unnecessary hysterectomies. So for every symptom I want to know why okay why we have brain fog and then I came to find the answer when you have too much copper and zinc on the brain which happens from these gut health changes so a lot of the information all led to gut health which is really the the I like to put it like this like it's the conductor of a symphony orchestra because the gut health is the messenger center of the hormones so it's not just your estrogen and progesterone so if I could walk backwards a little bit it works like this And this is something I just found out very recently because who's going to tell you this, you know? So as your progesterone is lowering, it's going to lower faster than the estrogen. And in case ladies don't know, the first two weeks of your cycle, you're getting set up, the egg is getting released, it's getting your you know, your uterine lining set up in case it's fertilized. And then when that doesn't happen, the progesterone comes in and sweeps it all away. And that's why we get a cycle. So now you don't need that anymore. And the progesterone is lowering to zero. And in a normal weighted woman, who's like just a normal size for her bone structure, her estrogen will go from say 100 to 60%. And that is a normal level that mother nature is accustomed to. So she will not experience an arduous menopause. In many countries, it's not any big deal like it is for women in America. But most women are overweight. The average woman is a 14 and some say 16 now. So that that is a bigger lady. So when this happens, this drop happens, she might be going from 160% estrogen down to 100. So the balance is off and she's estrogen dominant. So when that happens, that suppresses the thyroid from getting oxygen to the gut health. When that happens, it works more along with insulin sensitivity. And when you're insulin sensitive, now your cortisol is going to be high. And that is the fight or flight 
hormone, like if you're getting chased by a bad guy, but it's more prevalent in women over 40 heading into the menopause years. And now if you are overweight before this happens, you have like a double whammy because your fat cells are producing estrogen. You know, your ovaries aren't the only ones, your adrenals and your fat cells produce estrogen. So you are estrogen dominant and you have to deal with the insulin sensitivity before you'll lose weight. Okay. There's the scientific reason. And then additionally, this <laughs> cortisol keeps you awake at night. Because when I get emails, it's between like 11 and 2, I'll, I'll get wake up to emails and I'll, well, look, look what time this lady emailed me. And it's the number one complaint. So if you're up late, then you're exhausted, then you're drinking coffee, which is burning out your adrenals. And that hurts your thyroid. So it becomes a vicious cycle. Oh my gosh, that was me last night. I emailed somebody at two two twenty two in the morning. Right? See? <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh, this woman's gonna think I'm you know. crazy. What am I doing up at two twenty two? You know. Okay. And, and so further, this is like now when women are at this age. Most of us are in an established career. You probably have teenagers. You have a demanding, hectic, stressful schedule, and all this really works against Mother Nature in what she intended for women to be doing at this age. You know, we just live in a very modern world, and even though we have these gadgets and things, we're busier than ever. We're busy and we're scheduled. Very scheduled life. So the stress yes. is not helping. So if, For some, sure. if someone wants to change that, they really have to address these things. And like one of the number one things that it's difficult for ladies to do is I strongly recommend quitting coffee. If you have a lifetime of coffee, I know you're like, rah. When I, I knew you were going to say that. I heard, I could hear it coming, the coffee <laughs> thing. And I was screaming in my head, no, the not coffee, the coffee. I know. <laughs> People have to realize coffee really is a drug. It is a stimulant. And especially if you're a daily drinker and you're getting in your 40s or 50s, you've been drinking 30 plus years, that every day you've put a drug on your central nervous system and your adrenals. Of course, it's going to catch up with you. You know, if you have just like one eight ounce cup a day, it's not too bad. I mean, so you can definitely slow it down. And, um, and then most women think that they need to lower their calories to diet, which is, you know, maybe good in your 20s, but not in your 40s, because then you're putting the body into the flight or uh, it's hard to say fight or flight, which is going to raise your cortisol. Your cortisol is going to react because that is a stressful situation. It's better to fast completely than to eat low calorie. Fasting actually, which not that it's easy, but fasting actually increases your metabolism. Eating lower calories ruins your metabolism. Okay. So my promise is to get ladies to eat more and weigh less without dieting, counting calories or suffering. And what could be better than that? Yeah, definitely. I had a friend that used to fast weekly, like one day a week, she would fast every week. Um, it's interesting. I, I did a four day. No, did I do? I did seven days once. Yeah, I did seven days. And I, I'm kind of competitive with a doctor friend and I saw him doing it. He's kind of a, one of those biohacking guys. He wants to see what's going on with the body. He's a radiologist. And so I'm like, oh, Dr. Bobby's fasting. So I'll fast. And it's, it's, you come to see it's, the food is hard. The first three days are hard. You can drink some broth, you know, maybe some veggie broth or something because the heat kind of soothes you like you're eating. But you come yeah. to see how social the eating is and how emotional the eating is. Definitely. Was, yeah, it, I've fasted 
several times. Um, I think 10 days was the longest probably, but, um, I, I think one of the things that's amazing is that like, while you're doing it, it becomes easier. Right. And, and you didn't expect that. You're like, no, this is, there's no way I could do this. Be like turn you into a monster when your hunger actually shuts off. And, um, it's good. You know, um, they say if you fast for seven days, you will replenish your immune system. And you know, it's like why dogs aren't hungry when they're sick and they kind of go off and be in the corner and animals don't eat when they're sick because it's just kind of an intuitive thing that their immune systems are going to reboot from it. So we could take a lesson. It's hard, though. It's definitely hard. It's definitely hard. Okay, so eliminate coffee. Alcohol. I heard that. Alcohol. <laughs> you got to shut. You can't be drinking if you're trying to lose weight. It will 100% shut off your fat loss efforts. Okay. Not reducing calories. So not doing like the low calorie thing Don't because that messes with your system. Right. And then earlier you talked about gut health being really important. The gut health is um, very, not new, like new, but like there's a new MLM that addresses gut health. So there's a lot of like regular people that are listening to webinars and becoming gut health experts, but you can't take a pill or a vitamin or something along those lines. Let's call them supplements. No supplement is going to outwork your bad diet. It's great that you can take something to help it along the way, but unless you're really addressing changes, which I'm sorry, but there is going to be a small level of exercises required and you want exercise because like my biggest fear is becoming an old frail woman because who is going to take care of me I don't want to be in one of those places (laughs) I never want to well I think too you just you feel better when you exercise even just Um, walking you know just walking you have to run your lymphatic system which is you know like even uh, slightly more important than your blood it's running through your system you don't want muscle atrophy and even just Walking is so magnificent for me that like this morning, I've got a lot on my plate and I get a lot of offers that can take me in a lot of different directions with my business. And so when I walked today, I was just meditating. I'm just, I didn't listen to music or talk radio. I just, I need to think right now. So I took my dog and I walked and so much clarity comes to me in that moment. And it, that's no accident because I, um, and I can't talk today. Um, exercises, releases endorphins, even just walking. And in the morning, it's quiet and pleasant. And in those endorphins, I find my most amazing creativity. Definitely, definitely. I was a runner, but also just love cycling and right. find it's like where I meditate right. the best is on a long bike ride. Yeah. And, and, um, but running also used to be like once you got into that zone, like great thinking. You have to just then. push yourself <laughs> until you get in that zone. Like yep, my, definitely. my mother is a pretty young and spry 72 year old. And um, I like that. She likes to work out. She's not frail by any means, but she's not fit, but she tries to get fit. And she's like, Oh, I don't sweat. I'm like, that's because you don't work out hard enough. She thinks she has some magical, physiology that's going to keep her from sweating and I keep telling her those trainers you go to they're just taking your money they're not pushing you nothing's happening now a reason that I know so much about 
well, then I got so much into weight loss and fat loss to the degree that I did. Like if I, if I had to do it over, I probably would go to medical school. But my mother was obese as a child. So was my father. And I think when I was about 12 or 13, Oprah did that Metafast diet, you know, where you drink only liquids for a year, which sounds just crazy. Yeah. Oprah did it. My mother did it. My mother was on local television for losing a hundred pounds. And then as soon as she went back to her normal eating, she gained all the weight back plus more. I think she gained back 125. So now she's really psycho. And she ended up getting uh, gastric bypass in 1981 when it was very new. And yes, she lost the weight, but then she gained 40% of it back. She's always been battling 40 pounds. She battles sugar addiction at night. She will not listen to me. Uh, you know, <laughs> your own family isn't going to pay attention to you. I'm like, I can get those cravings changed, but she'll eat right during the day with, you know, what she thinks is right. But then seven o'clock to midnight while she's on the couch watching television, it's a sugar fest. Candy, yep. ice cream, cookies, Doritos. And she it's definitely a challenge that time of day um, for a lot of people. So tell me about like your program. Cause I know you work with women specifically on these issues. So tell me about you know, that. When I first put together a program, it was eight weeks because it's kind of just, you know, what you generally think you should need. And my ladies are ready to go on their own in just two to three weeks. So now it's a six week program with a little room on the front and a little room on the back. I mean, basically it's 30 days, but a little room on the front and back, you know, in case someone gets a late start or, you know, just needs a little extra time with me. So what I do that I don't know that anyone else does is start with what I call your metabolic profile. Now you can go get blood tests and saliva tests and hormone tests, and they really just tell you the status of yourself at that moment in time. You know, they're, they're, they can be relied on to a degree, but they're not the totality of your hormones. It's just the moment you took the test. So what I do, which women can do from the comfort of their own home, is for the first five days, um, I send them my metabolic profile. And what they do is take their, they get pH strips, which you can get from any health food store or on Amazon. And you want to track five days of your urine and your saliva. And that's going to tell me how your digestion is working on both ends, you know, get it both ends. And um, that tells me a lot about your mineral, mineral absorption. I want you to wake up every day first thing before you even get out of bed, your rising morning temperature. And that's going to tell me how your thyroid is working. And shockingly, many women don't even remember or realize, because I think we all learned this in school, that a normal temperature is 98.6. And it's normal to wake up with the temperature slightly lower in the morning, but I have ladies at 96.8, and that means you have a sluggish thyroid. So, and you're taking five days of these measurements, so it's not just one moment in time. We're taking the average. So depending on what the average is, is what I take the readings off of. Additionally, I want their blood pressure just once and their resting pulse rate. And all those put together, I'll look at you know, are you alkaline in the saliva and acidic in the urine or vice versa? And I look at all those and then I can compile um, data that's telling me what's going on with your system and either recommend 
um, some certain minerals or some supplements. I don't uh, sell supplements that I make money from. I'm not involved in any network marketing companies and it's not anything that I want you to be on forever. But a lot of ladies are low on iodine. Like we don't get iodine from table salt. I'd prefer women use Celtic salt. Uh, that is more natural and has iodine. So if you don't have enough iodine, your thyroid doesn't work properly. So I have a thyroid kit I recommend. And I recommend you just do it for 30 days and then we'll take another measurement and see how you're doing. So um, also the, the two main components for my program is getting your liver and your hormones to work optimally. So I've got the five-day test. Uh, during those same five days, I want you to eat what you normally eat so I could see your eating patterns and tell you how you got to where you are and find what's blocking your fat loss efforts. And then we start to change your foods. So by gradually changing your foods, that's why you don't need any willpower and that's why there's no suffering because you don't have to like have things in your fridge that you're dying to have and you're forcing yourself not to have. They just become uneventful. Like, okay. you know, so then it just makes it easier. And you can become addicted to whatever you're eating. Like if you're addicted to what you're eating, you, know, you can change that. You become addicted to whatever you desire. Like if you want to eat healthier foods, you can gradually transition yourself into that and become addicted to the healthier foods, which is great. Well, yeah, definitely. And I think we don't really recognize that that's possible. Right. There's a lot of talk. Oh, listen to your body. But, you know, that is to a degree. But your body is telling you. I mean, if you ate McDonald's every day for 30 days, what are you going to want on day 31? You're not going to be wanting a salad. McDonald's. You know, there's chemicals. And, <laughs> and people don't realize the, the processed food. There are food scientists that get paid a lot of money to be in labs. And that's what the MSG is about. And food additives and there's food additives that are allowed in the United States that are not allowed in Europe. Like my father, oh, not my father, my brother's wife is from Serbia. And so we've had a lot of discussions about the difference in food from there. And Serbia is like, you know, it's one of those countries that's not really so touched by Western fast food, the way some other European countries like England might be Their Their yep. eating is just so much more natural and down to earth and, you know, not processed because they don't even, I don't know about Serbia specifically, but when I first met this woman and she heard what I did and she's like, she's got the accent. You mean when I turn 40, I'm going to get fat? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know? it depends on what you eat. So she thought I was a lunatic and just found all my food knowledge fascinating because they just don't have the 600,000 items we have in, uh, in grocery stores. Like I gave in last week to, a bag of marshmallows from Trader Joe's. Like I love marshmallows and I might have them twice a year. Is it going to kill me? No, but I got the bag and they're the quote unquote natural ones. They were vegan and I'm not a vegan, but yep. you know, might as well get some vegan marshmallows if you can. And you know, half the bag was gone before I got home. <laughs> the rest was gone before I went to bed that night. And I paid the yep. price the next day and you know, my elimination was not as good because it's really just a bag of chemicals. And uh, yeah. boy, they're good. But I was like, oh, why did you do this to yourself? And, you know, that's really what yeah. they are. So just the more natural you can eat, the better it is. So when women are doing your six-week program, um, when or how soon can they expect to see results? You could expect to feel better in three days. 
that's about how long bad food stays in you. So I like to say you can start changing your hormonal reactions in your very next meal because I recommend a menu that isn't spiking your insulin. So when it, it elongates your time between eating because you're not getting that hungry. And um, I think a lot of ladies can just feel lighter in a week. My promise is to drop a size in those 30 days. So some people are more, some might be just a little bit less, depends on how much you jump in and if you get rid of the sodium and things like that. Um, a, a size a month is pretty comfortable where that's a weight loss that you can maintain because it's not rapid. Yeah, that sounds great. It's great, right? <laughs> I mean, just, you know, yeah. if you're, if if you're a heavy gal, like say you have 50 pounds, okay, and the people don't like, oh, you lose a pound a week. Where are you going to be in a year without suffering? Uh, you know, like I've done the HCG. I did Metafast. Those things, they put you on 800 calories a day. Oh, and you get a salad. Woo-hoo. You're starving. You're just starving. Yeah. And so when you just really focus on the healing, healing the gut health and getting the liver to work, I promise you that liver, once you start getting that liver working, you are just going to be blown away at how much it starts dissipating your fat. Because the, the fat is really just... It's like when you're eating things like fried foods and chemical foods and your liver can't process these things in the normal way, it makes a fat cell, like a little suitcase to store the fat. So when it starts working and, you know, everything just starts gelling, like the symphony orchestra I referred to, the liver starts getting that fat to move and you just be blown away. And then, you know, you hit a plateau now and then and be very honest because the body is... You know, it's taught to, from biology, trend survival, to hold on to the fat. So that's why the, if you eat more, you weigh less, because the body stops holding on to it. And almost okay. everyone has heard that. It's kind of hard to realize. But when you're doing the right stuff, and the body realizes there's a regular amount of fuel coming, it can start slowly letting go of the fuel it's holding for you, you know, those fat cells. I like the whole biohacking well, of sounds, it all. I really love biohacking. It definitely. It sounds so much more reasonable. Like I, I've done the HCG right? diet oh, as well, nightmare. and I think I would. I think when I did it, it was like five hundred calories yep, a day. Like you are eating hardly anything, and you know when you do a diet and somebody says an almond is your snack, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Like, come on. And um, when you get excited because you get three almonds, it's like, oh, my gosh. Reassess Um, your life, right? Yes, exactly. And the other time that I was successful in losing weight, I biked across the country. I bicycled 5,000 miles. I am so envious. Wow. How long did that take? (laughs) It was a 90-day trip. And then I, like, kept going down the coast of California. But... And it's a great way to travel. My favorite way to travel. Amazing. But you shouldn't have to ride. No, not in your everyday life. That long to to be in good, you know, like a good weight and good shape. Um, I tell you, um, in like 2010, I think it was 2010, I was still fat. I hadn't figured it out yet. I rented a home for one month in the Hamptons to try it out. I thought maybe I want to live here full time. So I got a house and I didn't 
have a car because I lived in Manhattan and I, I had to bike every day. They have a really healthy, fresh food store, like fresh fish caught out in the Hamptons. And they make fantastic fresh meals every day, like really high quality food. It was five miles bike ride each way to get my food every day. Yeah. I did not lose one ounce. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, there's no hills out there in the Hamptons. So. <laughs> well, there sure are. There sure are from where I was. That's how I know. There's hills yeah. everywhere. It's a myth that there's any place with no hills. Right. Really. Well, just in Nebraska um, and Omaha, no, Nebraska yeah. and the, whatever's next to Nebraska. I've done the cross country trip a couple of times. So with your program, it sounds... Is this a group program or do you know individual? Um, I offer a 30 day money back guarantee, 100%, no questions asked. I only ask that you have tried, which means that you have logged your foods and as what they go in and I take a very comprehensive health consult and then it's an online membership. So you go in and get the information. It takes maybe about an hour to go through what I tell you to do. And then you start logging your foods on an online food diary called Chronometer, and you give me the password so I can access and look at your food diary. And every night or morning, depending on the time zone, I'll go in and look at your foods from the previous day, and we communicate there. And, you know, I just look and see what you're doing and making sure you're doing things that are right. And um, that's where most of the work takes place. I don't want a group thing because you could get maybe somebody that is you know, not as enthusiastic and kind of one of those complainers and people who don't want to change. And I don't want her to sour the rest of the group. Yep. I love group work, but I think for some things right. like that personal attention is, is really great. Right. And, um, and weight loss is so personal. It's so personal. And like I have, I've had a group before, um, just a free group, you know, to let people know what I do and cultivate relationships. And I would put out content and then nobody really interacted. So I decided to quit it. And then when I told them I was quitting, they said, oh, no, we love this. Please don't do that. I said, but you're not interacting. I said, well, it's kind of personal to talk about what's going on. So I just started a new group last night. I did still quit that group. That was like two years ago. And I started a new group last night. I am um, becoming part of the My Doctor Suggest family. And if you haven't heard of that, it's a, it's a product line. It's not multi-level marketing. And no offense to anyone who does it. It's just not for me. But um, it's a product line. They're making me the face of. They have a doctor who invented it. He's the face of. But they wanted a woman. And they like the niche of what I do. And so it's therapeutic silver products. There's a solution that you take every day that really helps with the gut health and hormone balance and is very preventative because it kills, it kills bacteria, viruses, and yeast. And these can all be living in your gut. So it's wonderful for that. And when you have good gut health, that makes the hormones react well. So they have that product. They have lozenges. They have a soap, which I've been using the soap. I've had it about a month now. And I just think it's amazing because I don't want to be using harsh chemicals. Like I was doing some research yesterday on the pH of, you know, inside a woman's vagina. And it changes during menopause. And this is one of the ways you could measure 
if you're in menopause or not, you don't have to go get a blood test from a doctor because it doesn't really matter. So why spend the money? So as I was reading about all this, you know, that's very sensitive skin and very thin skin. And if you're using commercial soaps and things with you know, xenoestrogens and toxins and chemicals that can affect people down there. So that's why this yeah. soap, this is really good. This soap, not only just cause there can be bacteria down there, you know, so it's not only good for killing, but it, it kills the bacteria, but only the bad bacteria. And so they also have a, a gel, they call it like a wound gel that you could use to brush your teeth or if you got a cut, a scrape or a burn, you can use it on children. If you had pink eye, you can put it in your eye, you can swallow it. Um, it's also good for at night, um, an anti-wrinkle cream, not so much a wrinkle cream, but what it does is kill when, when women are getting wrinkles, it's because there can be bacteria and some yeast in the fine lines. So if you're already killing this, it's a way to prevent these fine lines from developing. So I really like all cool. these products and we just had a meeting today that they're making me my own page for the website. And that's something I'm very excited to promote too. Well, great. Let, let's um, tell people where they can get in touch Thank with you. you. It is uh, www.giana, G-I-A-N-N-A, Miscelli, M-I-C-E-L-I, giannamiscelli.com. I'm on all social media. I have a YouTube channel, Instagram, everything but Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. But LinkedIn, Facebook, okay. the usual, the top four. So if women are interested in working with you, with your six week program, the best place for them to go is Gianna yes. I is have that right? um, about 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes worth of videos that explain what I do and how things work. And so if you're really very interested and if we vibe together, then you just apply and not even apply, you purchase the program. And then we set up uh, the, it, the whole purchase takes you through to set up um, an onboarding call. It'll take you to your health consult and then you book a phone call with me and I go over your health consult and just so we can meet. It's not just something you just buy and you do on your own. It's very personal. So obviously um, I want to look at your health consult and tell you the things that I see. And sometimes I get some ladies that are in some real danger, you know, real danger about um, being on the verge of autoimmune because by the time that's happening, that your body is really screaming while you're hurting us. You know, if you're just fat, that's just the beginning. But if you get to the point yeah. that you're getting diabetes and autoimmune things, you really need a wake-up call and have to make some changes because it will not go away and it will not get better. Well, it, it sounds like an incredible program. I love that you have the 30-day um, money-back guarantee. I see a lot of programs that don't offer that. Right. Um, you know, And I think that that's wonderful that you do that for women. And I know that women are searching for solutions that are going to work for them. And many of us have tried many different, so many things, different things. I don't buy anything without have anything. worked for a minute and then like it's gone right. <laughs> and you're off to the no, new thing. I, so I really appreciate thanks. you being here and sharing information about your program. I see a lot of ladies. I'm in a lot of groups like the Weight Watchers groups. And I just like to see what they're saying and, you know, I, you can't poach people from that. That's not my style. But I like to see what people are going through. 
<clears throat> and see ways that I can improve. And I see so many ladies in those groups, like they're falling off. Those are the words that they use. And you should yeah. not be falling off. I mean, you would not stop doing something that feels good. So when I tell you about you right. know, the marshmallows, you know, did I enjoy them? I did, but I'm also going to remember how poorly I felt the next day. And I'm going to pass up those marshmallows next time. And the same thing happens yeah. with pizza. I mean, do I have some pizza? Yeah, I have pizza now and then. Um, but I get pizza from biology and they have cauliflower crust and because that, you know, regular crust and make me feel horrible. So you're obviously, you know, not going to like something that makes you feel bad. And that, that's why I say it becomes uneventful and it's far easier to pass it up. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and being part of the show. I want to remind people to visit your site, giannamaselli.com, and be in touch with you if they are searching for a solution. Thank you so for much, themselves. Donna. Take care. Thanks. You too. Have a great day. Have you picked up the Visionary Womenpreneurs Field Guide yet? It's filled with information to help you build a marketing system that becomes predictable and reliable for growing your business. Pick up the field guide today at visionarywomenpreneurs.com. Thanks for joining me today at Visionary Women Printers Radio. I hope it was helpful to you in your journey as a visionary woman printer. And I hope that you'll join our community on Facebook, Visionary Women Printers, and join the conversation. I look forward to seeing you on our next show. Make it a great day. Hey, hey, it's Donna Price here with Visionary Women Printers Radio. I am so excited today to be releasing the Visionary Women Printers Field Guide. The Field Guide's been created over the, well, over a long period of time in reality, but over the last few weeks, we've created it on visionarywomenpreneurs.net, and um, it's available for free to download, but it's really about creating a marketing system or framework for your business. And it kind of takes you partially on my journey of figuring out the marketing puzzle and coming out of um, nonprofit, the nonprofit world where I really didn't have marketing experience. I had um, lots of great experience working with people, lots of great experience doing grant writing and um, event planning and special events and working with boards and teams and all that kind of experience, but not directly marketing experience. Although I did have, um, I did, had done a lot of training, so a lot of public presentations, which definitely um, helped on the marketing journey. And so in the field guide, I take you along my path a little bit of how you create a marketing framework and system for your business. Um, Because most people that I know that are in business started their business because they wanted to leave their J-O-B and they wanted to be out on their own. So maybe you were a lawyer in a big law firm, but you wanted to start your own law firm or you were, um, 
you went back, you had a corporate job, and then you became a massage therapist, and you want your own massage therapy studio or space, and or you were an electrician, and you've decided to work on your own and start your own business. And no matter what your craft or your trade is, the people that I see love what they do. And then they go into business because they want more control of their time and they want to be the person when you're in your own business, you're building your wealth. And when you're working for somebody else, you're building their wealth. So being in business is a great thing to do. But then when we all get there, we realize, oh my goodness, I also have to do marketing and I have to do have somebody to do my books and accounting. Like there's a lot of pieces to a business that you don't necessarily see when you're not the business owner. You know, they talk about that entrepreneurial mindset. (coughs) 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 So they talk about that entrepreneurial mindset and it's definitely different than the mindset of somebody that has a job. And, but when you first come into being an entrepreneur or a womanpreneur, you don't necessarily have that entrepreneurial mindset on yet. And um, it takes some time to figure out all the pieces and all the different hats that you end up wearing as a womanpreneur or an entrepreneur. And some of those hats are uncomfortable, unfamiliar. So that was true for me with marketing. It was unfamiliar. It was something I had not done. I had, um, as a professional, done networking with other people in the field that I was in, but I hadn't gone out networking to meet strangers, really. And so that was brand new to me. Um, I went into business and quickly had a website and all those pieces of marketing, but didn't fully understand how to make that all really work for my business and really benefit my business. And so essentially went back to school, but not in a traditional school, went back to school online um, with other experts that were being successful in their own businesses and marketing experts that started teaching me how to market my business. And along that way, found that that was the number one thing that people I was working with needed was information, strategy, how to market their business and how to do it effectively. What I find is, like I look at um, five ways of growing your business. And what I find is that the number one need of businesses is more revenue and that the number one need after that is leads and getting more people coming into their business. And one of the big failures that happens is that people haven't created that marketing system to really generate new leads predictably and reliably. They, it's like they're hoping and they're winging it and, you know, they get 
new business, word of mouth, a referral here, a referral there, come in, but it's not like building the wealth that they had dreamed of or intended, and it's not as reliable or perceived as reliable. It's not as reliable as that paycheck had been. And they need to have a system where their business becomes so reliable um, that they can predict that income monthly. And so I see a lot of people doing what I call hope marketing, throwing lots of stuff out there and hoping it works, paying a lot of money for advertising that's not really um, producing the results that they need, sometimes thousands and thousands of dollars because they've talked to someone that said, yes, you need this service for your business or you need this for your website to make it work. And they enter into a contract and pay thousands and thousands of dollars to do that. And then when I see them, they're frustrated because it hadn't, it didn't work like they had been told it was going to work and they didn't get new leads. They didn't get new business. They didn't get the results that they needed coming into their business. So in the field guide, I help you learn the three big marketing mistakes that I see people making and clarify what those are. And then the keys to fixing those mistakes and building the framework for your business marketing system so that then you can turn on marketing and have a system that's working for you to grow your business and, and um, make it develop in a predictable way. And so I find that these mistakes are critical mistakes that business owners are making because they haven't learned the marketing. So part of the role of a business leader and wearing that CEO hat is learning some of the marketing, not handing it all over to somebody else, but learning the strategic parts of it so that when you're looking at outsourcing, and I love outsourcing, so not telling you not to outsource, but you need to understand what you're outsourcing so that when you are outsourcing your marketing services, you're getting a return on the investment and it and you've put together a strategic system so that it works really well for your business. So I encourage you to go pick up the Visionary Womenpreneurs Field Guide to learn the three big marketing mistakes that I'm seeing business owners making and the keys to turn that around for your business. The guide is easy to read, actionable, real world results that you can produce we talk about numbers and how to change the numbers in your business and how to um, make those numbers, like how to understand some of those numbers. I think you're going to find great information in it at visionarywomenpreneurs.net. I'll have the link below because it's hard to spell, so then you can copy it and download the field guide. And you could probably read it in, you know, a really short period of time. It's not an, it's not a long, long book. It's readable, doable, actionable. I always encourage people when you're reading something that a ebook or a field guide or whatever it is 
to jot down the ideas that come to you for your business. Because as you're reading, you're going to be like, oh, I should do this. Oh, I should do that. Jot those ideas down. If you print it out, write them right in the margin. So you capture all those ideas so that you can take the information and put it into action for your business and make it happen in your business. So pick up the field guide, learn the, the marketing mistakes that people are making. See if you're one of the people making those mistakes and make things happen in your business. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio.